Welcome to the True Crime Squad. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host, and partner in all things crime, Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie. Hello. How are you? I I am well. Scrambling, man. We have three stone weddings in our family. Abuse. I'm stone cold <laughs> sober. Yep. Yep. For sure. Can't do that again for a hot minute. <laughs> I loved every minute of it, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, now I'm scrambling. We have three weddings coming up in our family here in the next uh, two weeks and I'm officiating all three of them and so you're officiating all of them now Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've been sitting down with the brides I've been getting all the wedding scripts written and sitting down with the brides and grooms to run through everything and make sure they're getting everything they want and any nothing that they don't want and (laughs) yeah it's wild so yeah I'm excited. Our the next it generation is. in our family is moving on up. They sure are getting married, having babies. Really, uh, there's a basset hound puppy barking in the background, but hopefully, uh, that settles down. But sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> She's super unpredictable, to be fair. But anyway, so yeah, just busy, busy getting uh all of these plans in place, and sure we. Went to the mountains yesterday to try and pick huckleberries and discovered that uh, they aren't even close to ready. So, Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They're oh, wow. still flowering, a lot of them. They're, but oh, they're wow, loaded. Actually. There's going to be a lot of huckleberries this year. But not yet. Not where we pick up in the most the highest elevations is where we like to go. So mm-hmm. anyway, but good news on the huckleberry front, I think, that there will be a lot. That is good news. Yeah. My, my best news is I already bought a quart from... <laughs> The farmer's mm-hmm. stand, the market stand, because that's about all the picking I plan to be doing is picking up a bag and paying for it. <laughs> yeah, I would happily do that. But Scott really likes to pick. So, oh, my God. Off we go. I, I've done it many a year in my life, and I've decided now I'm old enough that I can just buy the damn things so we have them for the holidays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear you. Well, we'll see how we do. <laughs> I'm sure it will be great. Yeah. Well, this is, you're not going to believe it, but just a regular old episode. We haven't even done like a a standard old episode for a while, or we haven't done very many of them recently. Things have Um, been a little too wild. They really have, but we are just regular old segments and cases and everything. So Katie, I think you're going to kick us off with a little Florida man. (laughs) Yes, I am. Oh, gosh. Drugs are bad, you know? And Derek Porter here learned the hard way. This this is Derek. Oh, uh, yeah, That's Derek. The fancy shirt Derek's got on. Right. Dressing in a cool shirt like that, you think, you know, this might be a pretty cool dude. Maybe he is uh, when he's not doing meth. But oh, Derek, uh, yes. he had a pretty interesting experience here a few days ago. He broke into a church. He's actually from Georgia, but he broke into a church in Florida. And this was uh, Mm -hmm. up in the Panhandle near Panama City. 
uh, in the Bay County area. And he used a cinder block and broke out, threw it through the window of a church and broke into the Emerald Beach Church of God. There was actually mm. a female employee there that was working that uh, heard the oh, commotion and saw someone breaking in. So she fled for her own safety, good plan, mm -hmm. and called the police. And when the police got there, uh, there'd been quite a bit of mischief. He did about $8,000 worth of damage to the church. He oh, loaded dear. a TV and a computer into his truck along with the church's money bag. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But uh, he also uh, baptized himself. He... What? There was a lot of holes in his memory about what happened when he broke into the church. But he did tell deputies that he does remember baptizing himself to try to cleanse himself of some things. And that something was holding his head under the water. Derek, meth. Meth was holding your head under the water. Was honey. it your own hand? <laughs> <laughs> this was a self-baptism gone wrong, apparently. But the police have also released a clip. You're going to have to watch this closely at the end. And I might have to play it more than once so that you can understand what happened here. Uh, this was when they first apprehended him and went into the church to clear the area, make sure things were okay. I'm going to let you take a quick peek at that. Who else is inside? I don't know. Yeah, there's a window button. Do you need it one more time? Yeah, more time. I obviously it was in that pool, but mm -hmm. one more time. Who else is inside? I don't know. Yeah, there's a window button. <laughs> I cannot quite tell, but obviously the cop thinks it's hilarious. What is in the what is in the pool? The canine also self baptized himself. Oh, he was the dog was in the pool. Oh, <laughs> they walked in there to clear the area, and the police job dog jumped right into the baptismal font. <laughs> Anyway, he's got a whole bunch of charges, and uh, that's that's what's up. That's Florida man. <laughs> Very flummoxed about the baptizing himself and what was holding his head down. I swear to you, it was his own hand. And he I'm assuming it probably was. <laughs> yeah, you have gone really quiet. Oh, have I? Mm -hmm. Oh, let me uh, let me check a setting or two here. Make sure that my camera has not taken over or something. No, yeah. that hasn't happened, but my microphone is not working. 
one minute. Just one minute. Technology, man. <laughs> Very unforgiving at times. You, you can't hear me on that, can you? Mm -mm. Oh, I know why. Huh, give me one second. Talk about Florida Man for one moment more, please. Well, okay then. <laughs> uh, apparently it's really hot in Florida. Big surprise, it's really hot everywhere, but apparently uh, it's really hot in Florida. And when I found this article, a lot of people in the comments said, well, um, yeah, it's really hot. That dog probably just really needed to cool off. Right. Can you hear me better now? That's better, yeah. Okay, sorry, my microphone um, took a little nap. Oh, well, I'm sure back. that's true of the canine, though. Right, <laughs> that's funny, though. I just didn't know if he needed to also self baptize from some things he had done. Who knows? I, it's hard to say. <laughs> I mean, was the guy trying to get forgiveness for breaking into the church in the first place, or <laughs> that was my thought? You commit a crime in the church, so you quickly self baptize yourself just in case. <laughs> no definitely idea. a florida case yeah so um uh, our condolences and apologies to the church and hopefully they can uh get back in business shortly and you know that he didn't do too much damage that actually really sucks they want to drain that baptism i'm gonna Who say yeah what happened in there mm -hmm. not from the dog that was probably fine but yeah i'm positive derek peed in it i just know it yeah uh, he probably did yeah mm -hmm. yeah all right. Well, with that, I'm going to kick the mic back over to you for our main case. Yes. I was reading a true crime story today that really brought something to my attention that I feel like we need to talk about. So I'm going to tell you the story first, and then we're going to talk a little bit more about it. But let's talk about Portia Woodruff. You may not know who she is. I didn't. Um, but she was arrested in February for a carjacking. Um, this was in Detroit. Six police officers showed up at her door one morning and told her she was under arrest for robbery and carjacking. Whoa. They thought they were kidding. She said, are you kidding me? I'm, I'm eight months pregnant. She was hugely pregnant. Oh. And uh, it turned out they were not kidding at all. And that her face had been identified by facial recognition software near the scene and mm. arrested her at eight months pregnant for this carjacking and took her to jail. Oh, no. Her in front of her two little girls and her boyfriend was like, wait a minute, we got to What is going on here? And, and her fiance and they just couldn't convince the officers that they had it wrong because the facial recognition software said it was her. Oh, boy. Yeah. So she spent 11 hours in jail uh, without a bed and with very little to eat or drink while she had gestational diabetes while they figured oh. out what the hell was going on. So apparently her face is similar to the face of a woman named Trinidad, who is the person who actually committed the carjacking. 
Okay, I learned some things about facial recognition software I did not know. Number one, when facial recognition software is is being used to identify someone from a crime, the the faces it is comparing are mugshots. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. I thought it was driver's licenses, but no, it's mugshots. Or at least in Detroit, it's mugshots. I'm sure uh-huh. that this is not standard because the state stuff never is. And um, Portia had an old mugshot from driving without a license when she was in her early 20s that was in the system that looked a lot like the actual person who commit this crime. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. The police used only the facial recognition software match to arrest her. They did not have any other evidence to connect her to this crime in any way. Also, she was more than 10 years older now than she Mm -hmm. was at the time that that mugshot was taken. So it it wasn't her now. It was her 15 years years ago. ago. Wow. So the crazy thing is they had this, they also had a, um, a description of the woman who did this Uh and the description did not include that she was hugely pregnant. Right. That'd be a little tough to miss. Not even in there. Yeah. And it would be tough to miss. And that's what she kept asking the police. Wait a minute. Did the person doing this, were were they hugely pregnant? Were they eight months pregnant? Like, like. How could I do something like that? How could I carjack someone while I'm eight months pregnant, you know? Right. Um, but they didn't listen to her because facial recognition software identified her. Mm. She was cramping and in contractions every 10 to 15 minutes while she was in um, being held in jail. Because, of course, she has this really traumatic event. Occurred. Right. She's just yeah. ripped out of her house. Um. So they asked her if she visited this gas station where they where the um, footage of this woman was taken regularly, which she didn't. They wanted to look at the tattoos that she had. She did have tattoos who did not match the other woman. Yeah. She wanted to know how her name came up about this crime. And um, he said that there was a photo lineup and that the photo lineup chose her and the facial recognition software chose her. And she said, but did the victim who who did the photo lineup say that the person that carjacked them was hugely pregnant? And they said no. So she was in there about 11 hours. They did release her. She is now suing the city of Detroit over this, which good on her. As you do. Yeah. But I learned some things I did not know about facial recognition software. Did you know the facial recognition software has a bias? No. Uh, yeah, it's most successful. I know this will come as no shocker to you because of uh, how it was developed. It is most successful at recognizing white men. Wow. It has a racial bias. It is less successful in the black community and the Asian community, particularly in black women. According wow. to a study that um, Harvard has been working on this for a while, uh, that ha- there's racial discrimination in facial recognition technology and that it should be um, looked at with a real grain of salt and not be trusted solely for the mm-hmm. identification of anyone. Wow. He clearly has a bias against anyone who is not white. Imagine. God. Where did it come from? It's hard to say. Systemic mm-hmm. racism. 
police force? What? Yeah. Mm, so yikes. Horrified. And I was horrified for Portia. I cannot imagine what she went through. Oh, she terrible. went to the hospital to be checked out. She was dehydrated. She was having cramping. You know, she ended up being okay and her child is okay. But I mean, that was a big risk to take with the woman who was pregnant as she is. Mm-hmm. And to take it only on the word of that facial recognition software. And then right. they show the victim a picture of her. I mean, it doesn't make any sense at all. So I didn't know that um, there was such a problem with facial recognition software, but it actually turns I out there's either. a big one. And it's being used in ways that it really shouldn't be used in. It's not as far advanced as we would like it to be. Mm-hmm. And there's this assumption that they that it can just tell anyone apart, and it is actually not true. Mm-hmm. So, I think I thought that it, it reminds yeah. me kind of, of, you know, what we thought we knew about polygraphs, you know, right. only to learn that polygraphs are actually pretty dubious too. And mm-hmm. this is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So civil rights advocates are really working on this and, and very concerned about it because it's more likely to lead to racial profiling and false arrests. I mean, you remember a couple of years ago, we talked about a couple of false arrest cases with people who had the same name as a person yeah. who had a warrant out for them, but their mm-hmm. physical descriptions were completely wrong, but they still got arrested. And sometimes like races were completely wrong. Ages yeah. were 30 years apart. Yeah. yeah. So if that can happen with names, imagine it being able to happen with faces. Faces. That's kind of terrifying. It really is. There's a big movement, you know, going on right now to um, limit facial recognition software and what it can be used for, that it cannot be the sole identifier of a suspect that they have, they have to might, maybe they use it at the beginning, but then they have to have other things that indicate that it is in fact this person before they can arrest somebody. So they're not just using facial recognition software Mm -hmm. because Portia, there was nothing linking her to this crime Mm -hmm. except for that old mugshot that was, you know, more than a decade old of her that's in the system. Well, and you would think that when the police saw how pregnant she was, they would have gone, hmm, this seems wrong. Maybe we don't have the right person. Yeah. Right? Oh, boy. You would hope. You would hope. But they put her through a hell of a lot, considering her condition at the time and how little they had. And thank God she didn't even spend a full 12 hours in, the, in in jail because we've seen people be misidentified who spend days or even weeks in jail before they're able to prove that they are not the person that the police were looking for. Yeah. That guy right. in Las Vegas. Yes. That's the guy I cannot stop thinking about because he spent a lot of time in jail before they got yeah. it figured out. Yeah. And there was like a 30 year age differential between him and the actual perp. Yeah, it, it, it was insane to think was, that he was, was the person and nobody yeah. would listen to him. Yeah, right. Mm. And there are concerns about facial recognition software being skewed to um, identify undocumented people or people of mm-hmm. particular groups like black people or Muslims or, mm-hmm. you know, other racist patterns that because it can be programmed lots of different ways and, mm-hmm. and with lots of different pictures like I think there should be some sort of standard about like it's everybody's driver's license picture or something like that rather than mugshots because Mm -hmm. mugshots vary also 
a mugshot could be old, like in Portia's case, people's yeah. face, faces change as they get older. She's mm-hmm. also pregnant, which would mean her face would change even more. For like, sure. It is scary. So, well, but also not everybody has a mugshot. Right. Which means that narrows the field a lot from who the computer is looking for. Right. And that seems to me that that would throw off uh, the efficacy of a, a facial recognition a lot. Well, it means that they're only looking for people who've been um, arrested for a crime in the past. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, that doesn't necessarily... I don't know if that's helpful or not helpful. It can narrow the field in some ways, but in other ways Maybe. it limits things. Yeah. Um, but the idea that facial res- recognition software can get it wrong and gets it wrong in black women more often than anyone else is really scary mm-hmm. because it's pretty hard to prove your face is not the face they have on the screen, mm-hmm. you know? So this is my challenge to everybody listening. Go find out what your state or local law enforcement's do with facial recognition software. How do they use it? What is, what's happening? Um, is, are there stats out there about when it's um, misidentified somebody? Find out how your local law enforcement is counteracting the fact that it is, has a racial bias. Like, is it used um, along with other things to identify people? Is it used only as the single identifier that allows for arrest? These are good mm-hmm. things for all of us to know because it's got mm-hmm. to change in law first. Yeah. And then in, of course, the um, development of facial recognition software, mm-hmm. clearly, you know, as everything the application of it has a yeah. racial bias that is harmful to the black community and to people of color. And we need to stop that. Mm-hmm. But we can't stop it if we don't know if it's happening. So right. go find out what's happening in your state. This was in Detroit, Michigan. I don't know yet what Idaho's stuff is or if we even use it. I'll, I'm going to learn about that. We'll talk about it again. But it's I sometimes these kinds of things come up and I go, yeah, we need to know and understand how this is being used in our own communities because mm-hmm. it's really, really important. First of all, we want the police to catch the right people. We never want the wrong yeah. person being arrested or charged for anything. Yeah, right? for sure. And also, if it's picking up the wrong people, that means the actual criminals are getting away. So Mm -hmm. is this really even that effective of a use of this information? You know, we know Mm -hmm. you can use it. Your phone can recognize your face or your your house can recognize your face, your computer. There are lots of things that can be used for. But when it comes to law enforcement, it is a lot more dicey than we even knew. Mm -hmm. So check out what's going on in your community. Comment here and let us know. And let's keep an eye on this because there need to be improved laws Mm -hmm. and there needs to be improvement to facial recognition software itself, the -hmm. way it determines a person's race and the way that it determines identification of a person. Why is it skewed to misidentify particularly black women? Right. And we know that one of the problems is that it is some of it is camera resolution Mm-hmm. That um, the cameras that are picking up this information, and that's a huge other problem because, like, this was a gas station. Mm-hmm. I don't have any control over what the gas station uses, but lower resolution cameras don't do as well with darker complected people. They are more likely to have a bigger margin of error. Sure. So you know you got to they got to do their homework. A lot of variables sure. there. Yeah. Right. You can't just go out arresting somebody based on that. 
Clearly not, in or you'll case, get somebody in this situation. Thank goodness right, she, there was case, no harm it to was her. The software and a witness. Mm -hmm. It's it's scary. It's very scary. I'm glad that she's okay, and I really hope she wins her case because she deserves to. She went through some terrible stuff, mm -hmm. and, yeah. and and I'm sure she felt she was risking her pregnancy in that situation. So let us know what you find out about what's going on in your own state with facial recognition software. I'm very curious. For sure. And with that, Katie, I'm going to kick it back to you for a little WTF news. Okay. Lordy, lordy. What is with women poisoning their husbands these days? Ooh, it's, there's been a bit of a rash of it. It has, or it's just made it to the news a little bit more recently. But I would like to introduce you to Melody Johnson. Mm. Melody Johnson and her husband were in Germany. He is an airman in the, uh, the Air Force. And they had been in Germany for a while and were not far from coming back to the States. And he made his coffee one morning. He always made his coffee at night. You know, yeah, I do this too a lot of times. You prep everything. And so in the morning, all you have to do is push the button, right? Yeah. And his coffee started tasting really weird, really off. Hmm. And kind of had like a swimming pool smell to it that just oh. didn't make sense. So he, okay. yeah. So he bought some chlorine test strips, wondering if the water in Germany was having a problem. Water was fine. Coffee was off the charts for chlorine. Oh. Uh-oh. So something was up. Yeah. And his wife doesn't drink coffee. And he's the only one that uses this coffee pot. So he thought something's going on. So he put a camera in the kitchen. And indeed saw her pouring what he thought was bleach into his coffee water. Oh my God. But he was still in Germany and just about to come back to the States. And he didn't want to try and take this to German officials because it could, you know, delay him coming back. It would like, it just didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. So he continued for weeks to pretend to drink the coffee. Oh my gosh. And she continued to dose the coffee. They got back to the United States, and these two are actually in the middle of a separation and divorce. Mm. She has recently bought a home in the Philippines, and they have a child together. And so they've been kind of slowly separating and trying to get through this part of the service. And, you know, there were just some things going on. Mm -hmm. And so when he got back, they ended up in Tucson. Uh, and so he took that tape, took a tape to the Tucson police and said, I'm pretty sure my wife's trying to kill me. Here's the evidence. And the Tucson, this is in Arizona. So the Tucson police uh, took a look at it and they said, well, um, yeah, it looks like she poured something in there, but you don't have any proof of what it was. So there's really not much we can do. And they <sighs> wrote a police report, but that's all they did. So he went, well, bitch, there's something I can do. So he went and got three more cameras. And these ones were disguised as uh, smoke detectors. And he oh. put one directly above the coffee pot. He put another one directly above the bleach in the laundry room where it's stored. 
and then another one that would show the path from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, he got video of Melody walking into the laundry room, pouring some bleach into a smaller container, walking back into the kitchen and pouring it into his coffee pot. Oh, my hell. She was poisoning him. We're trying to. Or so she thought. Or so she thought. Wonder if she yeah. was beginning to wonder if this dude was ever going to die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think uh, she must have been because uh, she was probably putting in more and more because he wasn't even sick. Because <laughs> yeah. he was dumping it out every day. She has been arrested. Uh, she, of course, uh, invoked her right to an attorney. They were asking for quite a bit of bail because she has just purchased a home out of the country. Sure. And they the bond was set at 250000 Wow. So she won't be in court again until September 6th, but that's what's going on. He does believe she was trying to kill him for death benefits for his life insurance. Wow. That's horrifying. My God. They have a child together, you know? That's the stuff that really... Kill your child's father? That's awful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to kill him at all is awful. But, you know, the fact that they have a child together, I think, just makes it even that more egregious that uh, she would happily kill the father of her kid. And Wow. So, yeah, we'll keep an eye on it for sure. Yikes. Well, I'm really glad that he figured it out. I'm surprised. I mean... This is not a real smart criminal situation. Like you can smell and taste bleach. Like why would you choose that particular thing and afford to go on this long? I know. So I know. I, I thought that was really curious as well, because obviously you would know if bleach was in your, especially enough of it. Like, I mean, she was putting a fair amount of it in, obviously. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wild. So that there you go. Well. Mm-hmm. Note to self, just get the damn divorce and move on. What the hell? Why are we always having to kill people for shit like this? It doesn't make any sense. It's all about the money, money, money. Yeah. Yep. Gross. Super gross. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for that, Katie. That was very interesting. I mean, sure. Note to self, you can get cameras <laughs> that look like uh, smoke detectors if you ever are yeah. poisoning you. There you go. There's a little tip. Mm -hmm. He was a good little detective. He did a good job advocating for himself. But it also yeah. is a little horrifying to me and a little Valo-esque that he mm -hmm. went to the police, said, here's a video. She is poisoning me and them going. Mm. But is she, though? I'm glad he hung in there with it, though, and didn't yep. just give up. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad he's alive. I mean, at least that's something. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. We will be back uh, Wednesday evening with our Wednesday night case updates at 7 p.m. Mountain, as we always are. We did uh, do the, our latest installment of Drunkumentary. If you haven't seen that, please step on in and laugh your heads off with us. Uh, we did cover the Lady of Silence documentary. Um, remember, we're not laughing at the victims. We are simply laughing at the documentary itself, which mm -hmm. if you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor. It's on Netflix and go give it a watch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> for sure and you know it we are the true crime squad thanks for being here take care <laughs>